Sean Carter Villas, uh, Capital FM. It is Saturday Music and Sport. I'm proud to have with me a real legend of the sport, uh, Leslie Serkham. Uh, she's in the studio with us uh, this afternoon. Leslie, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, first of all, uh, the season comes to an end tomorrow. Just explain what's happening at the Ngong Racecourse. So tomorrow is the final um, race meeting of the year. Our years run from basically October to end of July. And tomorrow is the day of champions we're basically closing everything up and it'll be a a party and fun and some very very good racing it starts at 12 the gates open it's a very vibrant atmosphere now at the race course with um, lots of djs playing after party um, obviously the racing you know good food pop-up restaurants and drinks and it's just a very vibrant place these days all right, we'll go on to that in just a moment, but it's uh, quite tight. You're, you're leading the standings at the moment, uh, the jockey standings, uh, but it, it's, it can be wrapped up uh, tomorrow. Yes, I'm hoping to. I'm five ahead, so it'll be, a, it'll be a really nice bonus for me, having come back from UK and started racing again in January, so I missed a few months of the season. Um, so, yes, I'm really looking forward to uh, closing up the season as a champion. Who are you in competition with? Um, I'm against James Mahindi. He won. He actually beat me last year um, with, I think it was one or two winners. Um, so it's nice for the tables to have turned. Now, you've been, uh, of course, active for a long, long time. Uh, what, what keeps you going? Um, the horses keep me going. I think every year I, I kind of meet a horse or a couple of horses that kind of give me I don't know some sort of energy that keeps me in racing I love the sport I love um, I just love racing um, and probably going fast might be a good reason to love it Um, you know the other thing is with horses and and stuff is you you know none of them are ever the same and I think it it's uh, you know it's a really nice way to have a job where you know you're always challenged with different horses and I and I think that really keeps me on my toes and I've tried to give up racing two times and failed. <laughs> so I'm back. <laughs> you know, your whole family, the Circum family, and uh, in particular your mom, uh, Patsy Circum, you know, a real legend among the trainers. Uh, you know, it's, it's part and parcel of the family. Yes, it is. In fact, my grandfather used to train as well. Um, and my um, uncle and it's all around our family has been horses. My cousin used to race horses as well. Um, my mum's ridden and my mum trains now and my dad's um, on the board of directors. So it is it is a family thing. I've, I mean, I've grown up with racehorses since I can remember. So, you know, since I was knee high to a grasshopper, I've been, you know, riding and I've learnt about horse racing and stuff as I've gone through with my mum and, you know, all the other jockeys. You're also a vet as well. How, how do you combine the two? Um... I went back to vet school at 41 because I thought I should get a proper job and not go careening around on horses all my life. And so now I do both. I work with the horses in the morning and then I do vetting um, after I finish training. And it seems to work quite well for me at the moment. It just means I'm busy, which is good. It is a, a lifestyle. Uh, we can see you're in excellent shape as well. Uh, you, you know, you, you do a lot of fitness uh, from running to cycling. J- just tell us what you do for fitness. Well, I, these days I uh, <clears throat> I do a lot of 
what you call hit workout these days rather than doing a lot of long long exercises because I have an autoimmune disease so I've had to curb my long kind of workouts but uh you know it's just it, to be honest it's a lot to do with how you eat as well for for my, my sort of lifestyle um try and keep my weight at the same level all the time yeah just tell us more about that uh, the autoimmune and how you've managed to to you know to to keep it under control Oh, I've got a disease called myasthenia gravis. <clears throat> so I got it when I was 40. Um, and then I had a, they took out my thymus. So it, most of the time it behaves. I have medication I take when it's bad every four hours. Um, but it flares up when I'm, you know, under due stress, which is, I think, normal for, you know, anything because your immunity goes lower. Um, and I seem to be doing okay with it. Sometimes I have to take a day off because that's the way it is with this disease. Uh, but somehow you still manage to go uh, because you, you're doing so well uh, in terms of horse racing. You know, it demands a lot. Uh, you know, your, your mother's involved with the training. Uh, you know, then there's the preparations for the racing as well. Uh, how demanding is it? I mean, it is demanding. You know, it's, it's, uh, it is very wearing on your body. <clears throat> you know, the, even if it's a two-minute you know, run around the track. I did an experiment where I lost 4% of my body fat in an afternoon from just racing six races. So that's kind of tells you a lot about the stresses it has on your body. Uh, you talk about weight, and of course, that's critical uh, with horse racing. How, how do you maintain that? I don't eat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, I'd, I've, I've learned over the years what works for me. You know, with with the kind of food I eat, I try and stick to, you know, basically keto type food. Um, <clears throat> but that's not to say I don't eat very much anyway. You know, I've been doing this for 30 years. So you kind of, it's a healthy, it's a lifestyle, right? Racing horses is a lifestyle. It's not something you can close up and leave at five o'clock in the evening, you know. So it's like me with my weight. I have to keep an eye on it. I have to eat properly it's a balance between having muscle and having a light frame so it's quite yeah I mean I've figured it out I guess most of the time she's in the studio and we'll be back of course uh, to talk about the state of horse racing uh, Leslie Serkham is with us on Capital FM grab a drink a snack and get buckled up for all the exciting action it's the Saturday music and sports show So we're on Saturday Music and Sport, uh, Sean Carter-Villas, and we're with uh, Leslie Serkham here on Capital FM. The state of horse racing, uh, how healthy is it at the moment? Well, Sean, I really feel like over the last year, racing has done a U-turn from kind of really going downhill to suddenly starting to come back up, um, which is really exciting for you know, us in the industry employ so many people that it's really nice for us to have a future to look forward to. Whereas before, I was even wondering whether we were going to get get there. In terms of trainers, uh, the quality of horses, uh, how is it at the moment? Yeah, we've got we've got amazing horses um, from South Africa and even ones that are bred here at the moment. I think the quality is outstanding. Um, I think, to be honest, some of them could compete and win in South Africa and some anywhere else in the world. And they are really good. We've got the quality is kind of it's a higher standard than it used to be. The size of the horse and, you know, the speeds, you know, we've had so many records broken over the last few years, you know, which is outstanding. 
So the, the trainers, you know, we've got young up-and-coming trainers, you know, that's kind of like starting to be, we're starting to kind of integrate, if you like, a lot of the the youngsters and the oldies rather than in the old days. It was just, you know, a lot of uh, the older trainers from back in the day. Everyone is now changing and it's it's really nice to see. I'm really looking forward to see where racing will go. And it's really changed uh, compared to the old days. So we've seen so much investment. But we'll go to that in just a moment. But first of all, it's become a real family atmosphere. You know, it's not just like the old days where you just had people going for the betting, watching the racing, and that's it. Uh, there's a lot more for people to do. No, no, it's amazing now. And, you know, the, the Jockey Club and the PR group have done a really good job with promoting, you know, um, pop-up restaurants, a family place for you to go with the kids, bouncy castles and face painting. And then you've got the areas where you can chill out with your family. And then you've got all the tables where you have the food delivered, you know, like a restaurant, you know, with different different menus to choose from. And, you know, DJ playing. It's got a really nice kind of carnival um, atmosphere now and kind of an excitement that we didn't used to have. We used to get that sort of excitement only on a derby day. Um, but now it's like every week there's this it's almost addictive you know with that sort of excitement and we've seen a real investment over the years uh, there's a business park there uh, we see nondies have moved over there there's a rugby pitch uh, you've got the golf there's shooting there's also paddle as well you've got really beautiful tennis courts there uh, quite a bit happening yeah i think it's you know that it's I think for for me the golf and stuff is always is done is doing really well and that's really nice. It's a really kind of diverse area now there for kind of a multi sports complex almost. Um, you know, with the horses obviously being the centre. There's also the Horse Association of Kenya also kind of joining in. I think there's quite a you know there's quite a lot going on there now and it's quite nice that you have all of those things in one area. You know, because it's getting you know harder and harder to find parking and stuff in you know, these different areas where you're looking for sports to do. And this uh, probably the only facility of its kind in East and Central Africa. Uh, I see South Africa being mentioned a lot. Uh, I guess there is some sort of uh, partnership with South Africa? Yeah, yes, definitely. I mean, we, we buy a lot of horses from South Africa. They've also really, you know, all the tote machines uh, are run through South Africa, um, through their, I think it's one of their companies out there. So, you know, that sort of thing is, you know, it's important for, for, for racing at the end of the day. Although I wouldn't know anything about betting. How is the quality of racing, uh, you know, how does it compare to other regions, uh, you know, around Africa, for example? I think, uh, you know, I think our quality is, is we could do better. Mm. You know, I think we need, a, you know, once I think racing starts to take off, you know, we can then start to invest more in, you know, more of the teaching, training aspects of, of riding. Um, you know, I was taught by, I was taught to race by a Kenyan jockey. He was champion jockey called Stephen Jaguna. And, you know, it's incredible. I mean, I ask questions all the time and I still, I'm still learning. You never stop learning in sports ever. Um, so I think... You know, we need we need a little bit more investment in teaching the younger guys, you know, how to conduct themselves, if you like. Um, and, you know, racing in South Africa is, is uh, very good. And it, it's, it's a sport that's been invested in a lot there compared to what we have here. They have a jockey's academy and all of that sort of stuff, you know, to tr train the jockeys. Whereas here you're basically on your own unless you're, you know, with someone and you're asking always for help. Um, 
and I think, you know, Steve was amazing with me um, and I'm so grateful that he was in my life to help. Um, I'm sure he didn't like me very often when I asked him so many questions, but it's the only way you learn. Um, we see new horse owners coming up uh, all the time. Uh, in terms of trainers and jockeys coming through the system, how's that coming along? Yeah, we. I mean, we've got more more owners now, and you know, people that are excited and looking forward to their horses running. Um, you know, we've got new jockeys coming in slowly. We we, you know, we we are a little bit short on jockeys, but you know, p- part of that is the state of play of where we are at now at the moment, unfortunately. Um, so. You know, with the trainers coming in, so it's it's kind of there's a trickle in effect, which is kind of going up, you know, which is hopefully will turn into a huge river. So you know, that's the way I'm looking at racing, and I think you know everyone is doing their best to uh, promote it and to try and get more and more people interested in in it. You know, it's a Kenyan sport at the end of the day, and you know, unless we all support this sort of uh, sport will end up with losing it which would be you know really sad when it's the only beautiful race course in you know this part of the world finally les how long can you carry on for what what, what are your plans in terms of horse racing and in terms of the horse <coughs> industry uh, my plans are to keep racing until i can't mm. um i'm i'm uh, yeah i i've probably got another five years hopefully i think I think at 55, they stop supplying licenses to geriatrics. So I'm hoping that I can get there. Um, as far as racing goes, you know, sadly, I think it's in my blood or happily. So um, I'm, I guess I'm there to stay. Um, and I look forward to seeing, you know, more and more Kenyans coming into it and supporting, you know, what there is there and what, what we can do with the horse racing and maybe even expand the stages, you know. Um, so let's just hope. I guess it depends on your health because we've seen internationally, you know, like in the UK, uh, jockeys carrying on, you know, well into their 70s, you know? Yeah, yeah. But out here we have a license restriction. And also, you know, I I, I, I honestly live, live my life a day at a time with my illness. And as long as I can keep that under control, I'm all good. So let's just hope that that keeps going and then I can keep riding um, and uh, doing what I love. All right. Uh, just very quickly, uh, just a quick recap of uh, what's happening tomorrow. Um, so tomorrow it's racing. So we've got two huge races. So we've got a young horse race, which is for two-year-olds. And that's a mile. And that's a big kind of cup race, if you like. And then you've got the um, Jockey Club Stakes, which is a 2,400-meter race, which has got the best horses in the country. Um, I won the two weeks ago. I won the. This is a challenge, so it's called the George Drew Series. So this is the last leg of this challenge. I'm equal with another horse. Two weeks ago, I won down the straight. So I'm now attempting to do double the distance and, and win again two weeks later. So that's my uh, challenge for 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 tomorrow, and I'm hoping that uh, it will pay off. But racing is racing, and you just don't know. So those are the two big races. But, you know, the day is fun. There's acrobats, there's music, there's, you know, you know, wine, there's beers, there's sodas, there's everything. I think there's something for everybody. All right. Oh, thanks very much. And the best of luck for tomorrow. Uh, Leslie Serkham, uh, the legend and champion jockey. Thank you so much for joining us on Capital FM. Thank you so much. Three hours of fast-paced sporting action, fun and excitement right here on Capital FM. (laughs) 